FMD family, welcome to a special edition of La Mesa Podcast. Today I have the privilege to share uh, this uh, space with a special guest. He is a friend of FMD. Uh, he's been here with us this week, spending this weekend, and we have uh, engaged in very interesting uh, conversation. Welcome, uh, Pastor Jeffrey Portman. Yes. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. I love it. La Mesa, the table, right? Yes. All right. I pulled up. I'm ready to go. Oh, amen. <laughs> All right. Um, Jeffrey, uh, you lead the uh, Church Multiplication Network right. uh, in our national uh, office. Mm -hmm. um, how do you get yeah. to, to be in that position? Yeah. So first of all, thank you, Pastor Dwight, for this opportunity, and to Pastor Abner, man, we love we love your leadership. We love the heart. We, Pastor Abner, and I are, are good friends. We've spent some time together. I love his burden for the church and the future of the church. So it's, it's an honor for me to be here. So um, how did I get to be the director at CMN? Honestly, I never anticipated it. We were pastoring a local church that was a multiplying church, New Hope Church, outside of Seattle. And we, we had participated with CMN. We launched five campuses in five years. And all of our campuses went through training through CMN. Mm -hmm. So even before that, I was the church planning director for the state of Washington and North Idaho. So I knew the incredible resource of CMN long before I ever thought I'd be in any sort of leadership. So I began to work with CMN, you know, 10 years ago. And after uh, we had um, leaned in with our training of launch and CMN conference and all these expressions of resourcing the church, um, I, we were fully convinced, man, we don't want to go alone. And so, um, you know, our general superintendent, um, Pastor Doug Clay, reached out and said, hey, would you consider stepping into this role? And I'm really grateful for the opportunity. I love the church. I love pastors. Um, and the church is an unstoppable force. And so it's fun to see what God's even doing here in Central Florida. Excellent. Um, you know, Jeffrey, uh, sometimes as the um, U.S. Um, uh, U.S. Mission Director for the district, I have these conversations with uh, some of our pastors mm -hmm. uh, because we oversee the uh, church planting yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, initiative in our district, and they ask me, "What is the?" Uh, important or the value of church planting? Yeah. What can you tell us? No, that's a great question, Pastor Dwight. So, um, I, first of all, it's statistically proven. This isn't even debatable. And this isn't my statistic. This is across Christendom that new churches, church plants, win more souls to Christ than existing churches. Here's the good news, though. A church that is established five years, 10 years, 100 years, that's a part of multiplication, either themselves or helping someone else, actually will start to see a wave of salvations. So it's it's the reason we plant churches is because Jesus is not our last hope. He's our only hope. And the local church is the vehicle for the gospel to be presented in communities. It activates faith and prayer and generosity and volunteers and vision. And who, who doesn't want to be a part of a winning team? And of course, with Jesus, that's what we have. So since 2008, CMN, the Church Multiplication Network, um, we've seen 4,600 churches started across the United States. That's rural, urban, suburban, and everything in between. So it's 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 um, every community is our burden. In fact, we say this, and this comes out of uh, the heart of our of our leader Doug Clay, and we echo this at CMN that we exist to see a healthy church in every community that's marked by two things: spiritual and numerical growth. 
Yes. You mentioned a, a word that is so key in all this. Yeah. Multiplication. Yeah, multiplication. Um, multiplying. Um, and I, I, I wonder if you have the data of how many of our churches mm -hmm. have become or embraced yeah. the multiplication vision yeah. uh, for the kingdom of God. Yeah, we do have that. Well, one of the things we we measure what matters, right? So we want to make sure that when we're assessing our, our data and information, it's really about transform lives. Mm -hmm. So it's more than a... a a percentage or a number on a piece of paper. It's 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 our neighbors, right? It's our grandkids. It's our children that we want to have have an encounter with Jesus. So what we know is this: that of the thirteen thousand plus churches in the Assemblies of God, six percent of those are multiplying churches. What's crazy is of those six percent, those six percent plant fifty three percent of our new churches. So one of my visions, and I was processing and strategizing with Pastor Abner and with you guys yesterday, is how do we expand that 6% to 10%? What's powerful is a church doesn't have to plant a church, but they can help someone else plant. And that makes them part of this multiplication effort. So I'll just also say this. My wife and I, Joanne, are expecting our first grandchild. Awesome. And we are fired up. But isn't it true that we don't want to just have kids, although they're a gift. We want our kids to have kids. Yes. And I think the church is the same thing. We want to start a church. We want to start a church that has a, a, another church mm -hmm. that has another. And I think that's that's where the, the gospel is boldly proclaimed in communities. Awesome. Um, like you mentioned, um, Pastor Jeffrey was with us yesterday in a meeting mm -hmm. with some of the leaders of FMD U.S. Mission, specifically the team that works with church planting. Right. We were there. And um, this statistic that you you're telling us uh, 6% of our churches right. are multiplying churches. How can we partner uh, to make to see that number yeah. grow? Yeah. So we know this, that people who are receive training and ongoing coaching see the greatest growth. And now, uh, you need the right tool for the right assignment. So we believe that... Uh, One of the vehicles of in the Assemblies of God is the launch, CMN launch training. And in fact, we have the next thing uh, we have in your area is Janu January 24th, 25th, and 26th. And you're going to actually get a, an email with all of the inf information. We have a launch training. During that same time, we have multi-site training. So any church that wants to start a church for the first time, Or, or we say, if you want to go from one to many or from many to more, we have the multi-site track. Because you ask different questions when you plant a multiplying church versus a traditional standalone church plant. And they're both important, right? But we want to resource both of those groups. But one other thing I want to invite you to, and I, I, I process this with Pastor Abner, is we have a, a what's called a regional roundtable. And it is a totally free event. And it's um, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's going to be at Kingdom Culture Church um, in Winter Haven. Is that yes. the right? Yeah, Winter that, Haven, Florida. So it's pretty area. close here. Yes. And, and that's on that Tuesday, January 24th. It's a free event. And we do three sessions of leadership development. It's inspirational. It's informational. It's equipping. And then I, and then I take time to, to process with church planning directors and the superintendent. Tell me what the vision that God has put in your heart and how people can be a part of it. So, and then we share a meal together um, and everyone can be traffic. So we go 10 a.m. and we go 2. 
but it, it's ongoing development. It's it's um, necessary assignment. So if um, if my tire popped on the side of the road, I don't go into my glove box and pull out a Phillips screwdriver because I'm not going to be. I need I need that that. Uh, socket set from my right from my trunk that's going to fit the right bolt to get that thing off. I need the jack. So we want to put the right tools in people's hands as they're doing their next expression of leading and serving the church. So CMN um, CMNLead.com is another it's free event. CMNLead.com another free it's not an event rather but it's a resource a website with hundreds and hundreds and there's thousands of resources um, and it's content for us by us and what I mean by that is it's our peers in the assemblies of God so it's not like a t- five people create content for everybody it's it's practitioners it's pastors on the front line who want to resource and share best practices with other pastors and we just think we're better together cmnlead.com right you gotta you gotta check that out yep um you will find many resources there yep. um what other events uh-huh. uh do you um have uh for the churches yep. for the church planters and my second question is if there any of that in spanish yes okay so Yes, and. Uh, so anyone who's saying, I'm interested in planning a church, their next best step is to go to IWantaPlanAChurch.com. And what that will do is that will put them in the CMN pipeline. Their information will be sent back to the network office, you guys, the district office, because we don't plan churches. You guys, right? And we want to work with and in partnership. So I want to plan a church.com. You're not committing to it. You're not signing a contract. You're just saying, I'm interested or feel God nudging me. And then uh, another great resource is churchmultiplication.net. And that's our homepage for CMN. And on that, one of the things you can look at is events and resources. We have an event that's um, one of our signature events, and it's called the CMN Conference. The first six hours of it is Spanish. And Pastor Dennis Rivera leads that. He's a great friend. We partner together. And that is in Houston, Texas, uh, the first week of March. I think it's March 6th. All that's available at churchmultiplication.net. But um, the first part of the, the conference is in Spanish. And one of the things we've done in the last, oh, now like six months, is we translated all of our launch training material into Spanish. So we we realized that's an area for us to better resource the kingdom and our, our um, friends who are Spanish speakers. Amen. Yeah. For for those who are um, have the call, the burden to plant a church, and maybe you thought um, those resources are not available in my language, uh, my primary language. Uh, we just heard it from the boss. They <laughs> yeah. have all those resources in Spanish. See, si, muy bien. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, and uh, the uh, conference in Houston in, uh-huh. uh, in March, the first six hours yep. are totally yep. in Spanish. So, And even at conference, for those that only speak Spanish, we have the we have the um, devices that where there's a translation. Yes. And because we want to serve our, our people. And... 
The Spanish-speaking part of our fellowship is our people. Great. Yeah. Great, great. Um, I love it. Um, You're not only uh, the director of Church Multiplication Network, uh, but you're also a writer. Sure. So, tell us about that. Yeah. Well, honestly, before I even... uh, started as director for church multiplication network i had written like 92 percent of <laughs> of this book right here delayed destiny okay. and actually last year the day conference ended i felt this unction and this I, honestly i felt his spirit prompting me to finish the book and so i'd already written most of it and then i was on vacation for a week and i finished it i took five the first five days of vacation in the morning i would go to a coffee shop and i'd work for three or four hours and my wife wasn't mad. She's she's at the, the resort and she's working out and having her quiet time. This is our rhythm. And then I meet back around 11 or so and we ask um, two questions. Are we going to the pool or the beach? <laughs> and then what are we doing for dinner? So, but I finished the book then. And so, I mean, the heart of the book is, is this Delayed Destiny. Uh, I wrote it for anyone who feels like um, maybe God forgot about them. That the delay that they're in, I I, I even say this, that a delay does not indicate disinterest on God's part. And sometimes what happens is we we wonder because things aren't happening as fast as we wanted or expected or even prayed for. And we're like, God, do you still care? Of course he does. You have a delay, but you also have a destiny. Mm. I wrote it for anyone who feels like they forfeited God's favor. Which, by the way, you were never that good to earn his favor, and you could never be that bad to forfeit it. I love it. It's the grace of God extended to us, right? And then I also wrote it for everyone who recognizes that life's full of seasons. And so the first five chapters, I talk about what hinders our development. Mm -hmm. And I look at the life of Joseph, Genesis 37 through 50. It's not a deep, deep spiritual theological dive, although there's insights, of course, because there's scripture. But it's a reminder and invitation not to quit or give up when you want to, to just keep going. The last five chapters are what helps our development. And I think something transpires in us, Pastor Dwight, when we move from an irritation at the delay to an anticipation of the development that God's going to bring to to us on the other side. And we don't get that development if we pull the plug. So, delayed destiny, slow motion is still motion. Do you see um, church planters uh, struggling with this? Of course. I I didn't write this for pastors. I wrote this for people. And every pastor is a person. And I also know that when you step out to plan a church and you pastor in any any context, in any leadership assignment, there's just delays. Like there's just things that haven't happened yet. There's there's promises God gave you that haven't come to pass. But we see all throughout scripture, there's all this precedent that God's still working even when we're waiting. And that's just hope. That's hopeful, right? Um, yeah, most church planners experience a delay at some point. And some of them, it can feel debilitating and super discouraging. And it's a reminder, don't go alone. You know, lean into relationship. It's to, to use this example, I write about how I love the Nature Channel, right? So I, I love watching a, a, a pack of lions. It's a pride of lions, right? And when they're pursuing their prey, they don't run in and get the whole pack. They wait for one of the wildebeest or the zebras to peel off, to wander off Ooh. from the pack. And I think in our delays, sometimes we can wonder, hey, God, where are you? And then we start to wander. 
And I, I just, I, I remind us and I invite us to stay tethered, to stay a part of the body, to, to, to continue to, to be a part of FMD and what God's doing through the leadership and in these gathering points. And, you know, there's just a little wind into our sails when we get together. Um, a couple, couple things. Who can, who can you celebrate with that they won't think you're bragging? They just celebrate with you. And then also, who can you mourn or wrestle with and not think you're complaining? Hmm. And that you need those kind of relationships if you're going to reach your destiny. And so I just, I speak about some of those friendships that are, I think, really pivotal. And I think every, every person on the planet has a, a delay at some point, but because God's good, there's still a destiny. Amen. Yeah. That's, that's powerful. Um, how can we get the, the book? Well, um, it's available at Amazon. Uh, it'll come out, um, audio, obviously, you know, um, the Kindle version, digital version, and then the the hard copies available um, the first week of January. But you can pre-order it now at Amazon. Um, and I, you know, I gave one to the leadership team because I, I really, my wife and I want to invest in pastors and people, and because we love people. And here's the other thing, because people have done that for us. Yes. So I'm praying this will be a gift um, to the kingdom of God. And uh, there's been plenty of seasons in my life where I was like, man, I don't know if I can keep going. And instead of uh, quitting, I just begin to recognize it's a detour. It's not my destiny. And God has something better for us. So Amen. yeah, Amazon uh, is just type in delayed destiny and it pops up. Awesome. Yesterday, um, Pastor Jaime Chacon, who is the uh, coordinator of church planting for our district, he was uh, sharing with you um, the resources and the events that we celebrate. Uh, and you heard all that. Um, how can we partner with you? Um, what is the compliment that uh, your office can bring? to make us better in yeah. what we're doing here in our district. Uh, mm -hmm. This is our reality uh, in the movement of uh, planting churches. So uh, one of the things at, at CMN, we don't want to recreate what a network or district can already do. So we're asking, what can we do to come alongside? Are there environments or um, training opportunities that we can, because of the sheer reach and access we have to pastors and people. And so that's where launch training is one of those. Um, people that go through launch training see um, a 35% greater launch number. Um, they have 50% more salvations. And it's not because we have anything secret. It's because when you have a plan and people are processing and walking with you, um, you have greater outcomes. I mean, How many how many parents um, when they teach their kid to ride a bike are just like good luck? <laughs> no, you walk with them, you coach them, you run behind them, you let them they they fall, you go pick them up. That's so we want to be a resource in complement in, in a complementary fashion to you know FMD and other networks and districts, and so. Um, The events we have are not competing with um, networks or districts. And we also know not everything we do is for everyone. And that's okay. Yeah. But when, if you show up, you're going to get our best. And uh, you'll have that spirit of we're in this together. I think there's just power in that, which I felt yesterday in with your leadership team. So you guys are a part of something special. Thank you. Um, it is a great a blessing to have you 
uh, shared with us, not only here at La Mesa, but yesterday. I know uh, the rest of the weekend you are going to be ministering in our district. Yeah. And um, it is a joy to have you uh, with us. Um, there is something else that you would like to share or encourage yeah. our pastors, our leaders uh, from your heart, yeah. uh, church planting, or just sure. uh, from your heart, from from a pastor to a pastor. Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me speak to the heart of a pastor. Number one, thank you. And if, if no one has said this lately, thank you for what you do to love the community, to love your people. And, um, we're not complaining. We're not victims. We said yes to this, but it's also good to be reminded that there are people in your corner cheering loudly and myself and CMN are, are part of that. Um, the other thing I would say is, um, dream again. I know many of us have come out of um, or even feel the ripple effects still of the pandemic. And even before that, the political and the financial. And, and there's so there's so many variables. But here's the thing. When you boldly proclaim Christ, you can't lose. And he's not our last hope. He's our only hope. So Paul says, when I came to you, I didn't, I didn't come with a superiority of wisdom or eloquence of speech. I came to you in weakness and fear and much trembling. And my message was not in persuasive words, but a demonstration of the Spirit's power. And what he says is, I, I claim to know nothing but Christ and Him crucified. So boldly preach Christ. Know that you're not alone in this. And uh, we're cheering you on and we're praying for you. In fact, there's five things we pray at our office every time we gather as a team. And it's for you. We pray for our pastors and our planters. We pray for these five things. Number one, salvations. We're believing your church, uh, both at church and as the church, will see people say yes to Christ. We're praying for wisdom. What does Solomon ask for? <laughs> I mean, the, right? He said, God, give me wisdom. And we pray pastors would have a wisdom to be guided by the Spirit. We pray for um, workers. Jesus said, look at the harvest field. The workers are few, but the need is great. So we're praying for a waves of workers. And the last two, provision. We're praying for supernatural provision over you and your church, your family if you're married. And then finally, spaces and places. Because there's gathering points where the gospel um, magnifies louder, and the local church is one of those. So we pray those, and we pray those for you even now in the name of Jesus. I appreciate you. And what you're doing, um, you are a true gift of God to the body of Christ, and, mm, and thank and we you. Bless, bless your your life, your family. Amen. Amen. Um, I want to take advantage of this uh, conversation to let our people know that in January 2024, January 2024, uh, there's an event that is going to take place in our district is called uh, Seek and Save. Yes. And uh, the the main thing of uh, the main purpose of that uh, event is obviously to um, win souls for Christ mm -hmm. through uh, a, a different events that take place during a week in a city, a specific city that you will um, be informed uh, later on. And, but also is to leave a church plant Come on. planted That's right. there That's right. or um, revitalize a church. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're going to be part of that. Yes. Uh, and uh, can you tell us uh, a little bit uh, yeah. about that? So we've already, we've already seen that happen in other parts of the country. And this really comes out of the heart of Pastor Choco de Jesus, good friend of ours. And yes. we, 
my neighbor. We live by each other. And also just the the gospel um, presence in communities and proclamation is powerful. And so um, the opportunity we have is to bring hope to a city, to bring some resources, um, to serve some underprivileged or underserved areas, um, and to ultimately uh, show the gospel. We say this all the time. We want people to see the gospel before they hear it. But what happens is after they hear it, they're like, I have to respond to that. And so the goal ultimately is to bring life to community through the gospel and to, like you said, either plant a church or revitalize a church um, to continue to be that lighthouse in the community. And we're uh, we're harnessing all of our resources um, at the Assemblies of God to um, come into cities around the United States. And it's just another expression of the why behind the what of the Assemblies of God. And I'm fired up for it. Praise God. Yes. So, um, hermanos, we have the opportunity uh, to be part of of something greater than just what our district is doing. Mm -hmm. We are part of uh, a family, the Assemblies of God family, and we are partnering with uh, key leaders uh, to expand our influence in our communities. Mm -hmm. So, uh, thank you. uh, Yes. Pastor Jeff, my pleasure for brother. being here, and thank you guys uh, for always uh, supporting us and supporting La Mesa podcast. Thank you to Pastor Abner uh, who gives us the opportunity to be here today. All right, thank you. God bless you guys. Thank you.